And we are live. Thanks again for tuning in to the Foraging Truth Radio podcast. Uh, today, I'm flying solo. Chuck is off with a couple other obligations. And so we're going to be covering a topic that uh, is actually kind of near and dear to my heart, and, and that is history. And by history, I mean, let's go back in time to World War II. First, though, before we get started, why don't you uh, smash that like button and share this video with your friends? They really, really need to know about what we're going to talk about today. And in 10 seconds, you could have that done or less and be back right here listening to me. Now, what I want to talk about today is about victory gardens. Now, this is a concept that uh, your parents probably are familiar with, maybe even your grandparents, and uh, definitely your grandparents. And so this was during World War I and World War II, the government told everybody, grow food, grow fruit, grow vegetables, grow herbs, to take some of the burden off of the food supply. There was kind of a food crisis, if you want to call it that, at that time, because so much food was being sent across the oceans, uh, you know, to in the Pacific and the Atlantic, both, to supply the war effort, to supply the soldiers with food that they desperately needed to be able to continue fighting. And so back home, everybody looked at it as their civic duty to grow something, to do something with the land that they have. So just as the Bible says, do what you can with what you are given. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, you you want to be able to do what you can with the land you have too. And for many, that was to grow something: tomatoes, peppers, um, anything along those lines, cabbage, root vegetables, and definitely some herbs. And by doing so, uh, you ensured your own family's food security at the same time. And so the, back then there were even posters that were created that, um, it, that you, you'd see them. Uh, these posters would promote growing a victory garden, that we would have a war garden. So it gave everybody a purpose during that time, even if they weren't serving in the military. And so that's something to think about today, given that we are dealing with potentially food crises of different kinds. And there's a lot of you know, fear that's being uh, pushed in the media that um, maybe a lot of it's not warranted, but we don't know what the future holds. And so you can kind of, kind of like an insurance policy, you get that. So if your house burns down, it covers what's in it, you know, maybe covers rebuilding the house. And so in the same case, you can provide a little bit of insurance for food in in your future and of course it takes a little more effort than just buying an insurance policy doesn't it now in this case um what i want you to think about is just how many people did these victory gardens there were 20 million of them in world war ii 20 millions a lot now by all means that was not the majority of the u.s population but that was a lot of them and in today's numbers <clears throat> in today's numbers that could easily be double that if everyone were so inclined. So what what I want you to think about is what can you do with what you have? If you have a bit of land, even even a quarter of an acre, there's a lot that you can grow in a quarter of an acre. Uh, I came across a YouTube channel where uh, this family had a sixth of an acre, I believe, in California, 
and family of four i believe and they um if i can find the video i'll put it a link in the description they grew 90 percent of their food supply in the summertime on a sixth of an acre now mind you it's california it's nice weather that sort of thing but that's a small that's a really small amount of land and uh you know it, i think you know we can do a lot more with what we have and plus they didn't have to cut the grass think about that you don't have to cut the grass if you're growing things there and now mind you their yard was fenced in and you know it was um very uh well planned out but now is the time to plan now is the time to plan and what is it a um is it a proverb i think that says that a uh, a wise a wise man plans his way and the lord guides his steps i'm paraphrasing a little bit on that but uh, i believe that's that's the gist of it that you know the the lord is still involved but there's a whole lot that you can do in the planning process and using your brain to uh, work through these things. And you might say, no, no, listen, listen, Seth, I have a black thumb. Everything I've tried to grow died. Well, it's like anything else. Practice. First time you rode a bike, I bet you didn't do too well at it. First time you drove a car, might have been kind of difficult, but you got better at it. And so that's what I'm going to say to do is take something and start with that. Even if all you grew was a few tomato plants, if you got them to grow and produce fruit, success. Then next year, what can you do better? Uh, without getting into all the details of how organic gardening would grow or how to grow tomatoes in pots um, or, or uh, what kind of herbs are best for your soil, soil testing. There's a, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can get into. And, and I will say YouTube is an awfully good resource. If you like reading books, great, buy some books, read them. But if listening and watching is more your style, then YouTube has a lot of great YouTube channels, a lot of great channels. Uh, one that comes to mind is M.I. Gardner, M.I. for Michigan. Uh, he's got so many videos on a variety of things and really breaks it down nice and easy. So this is just kind of an informal plug for M.I. Gardner. I think that guy's doing a lot of good stuff. And we'll put a link to that in the description as well. Um, but I want you to think about as well, uh, not just, you know, not just a victory garden, but what are we searching for victory in the, in the spiritual world? I mean, Jesus basically said, you know, we have victory over the world because we follow him. Paul said in the book of Ephesians, verse six, that we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Now that sounds terrible. That sounds like a monster sandwich right there. But I, I think that we take it in the perspective of um, we are serving, we are serving the king, we are serving Jesus, and he's overcome the world. So we have to keep that in mind in all that we do. And to roll it back to the gardening angle, um, you're serving your family when you, 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 are, you are showing love for your family if you're able to grow something that you can eat. And there's a satisfaction in um, working with the creation to develop, um, to develop, some, to grow something that is uh 
that's part of the creation, but that you had a hand in in cultivating it. And whether that's rows of corn or peach trees <clears throat> or anything along those lines, uh, it could be it could be herbs. It could be that you collect seeds from wild plants that are edible and you know toss those seeds around you know in your yard i mean you you could if you have a hillside where you can't do much with it collect wild seeds and throw them there see what grows you may end up with a uh, a wild garden that that contains so much nutrition and if it's acclimated to the soil in your area then you you'll have less work involved in in getting that going and and it's uh, potentially going to be more resistant to uh, all the bugs out there that love to eat, you know, leaves and roots and everything. So um, something to consider there as well. Uh, and that's something that Chuck and I have both done is we've collected seeds and redistributed them from one spot in our yards to another, or if we've picked them up nearby, uh, certainly we don't take all the seeds because we want those plants to continue to grow where they're happy growing. But in other places, um, th th in some places, there's an abundance of seeds. And so we'll, take a a small portion of them and then try to get them to grow on our own property you may even find if you bring in some fill dirt uh you gotta you, you have a, a foundation on your house they bring some dirt in to fill around it or if you're trying to um grade your property differently you might find that the dirt you bring in brings new species of plants with it and that could be beneficial or that could be uh problematic I haven't seen that to be a problem, um, but I have seen some new plants crop up and then they spread from there. So I think that's kind of interesting too and something to think about. Um, you certainly don't want to break any laws if you're going to go into another state uh, or, or even another country and try to bring things back. You don't want to do that because there are laws about these things, but certainly if your neighbor's got a whole bunch of red clover growing uh, and, and you go ask them, hey, can I get some of the seeds off this and you get them and then you get it growing in your yard, now, you know, the clover has more room to spread out and then you both, you both can enjoy it. So that's some food for thought today. Literally some food for thought. I hope that you guys really think about this and, and take something good from it and, and go do good things. I mean, our, God gave us this creation for us to uh, interact with and enjoy. And that certainly means the food that we have here. So without further ado, I'm going to close out this podcast, and I just want to remind you all to make sure you've liked, share, and subscribed, and um, you know, don't forget to ring that notification bell when you do subscribe, so you will be notified of these new episodes, assuming YouTube's algorithm doesn't do something dumb. Some of the time, it'll, it'll be me solo. Some of the time, it will be Chuck and I. Uh, we plan on having some additional guests. We've got them lined up. It's just a matter of uh, scheduling them. So always remember to love your God, love your neighbor, and always keep foraging.